Good down. <laughs> so shoot you. Now, David Carradine Carradine school back thinking, thank you, you saved me a step. I had to kill that guy. Right, that's one less. How do they have guns? My Well, they had guns before. They weren't confiscated, I guess. I don't know. They were captured and they didn't realize they had guns at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take your time acting, David. I'm going to... You have to put the safety? Is that what he's saying? Yes. That's funny. This is going to be interesting. (laughs) If that's really what happened, then I have this much respect for that movie. He goes, oh, your safety's not, you know, you got your He's such a badass. He's such a badass that he's just playing with him. Yeah. This guy. We're going face to face. Now, but why won't? Why do they want to capture him? With you, you understand what I mean? Like they freed the animals. They're trying to get out. So why is he a hoss? Are they going to hold, hold him accountable? No, not the one woman we don't care for. He is a badass. The way he just flipped it on the ladies there. Right. Well, this is tough for him because this is the first scene where he's not holding a drink. <laughs> now, suddenly, they're not on. I lost count. I, I don't know whose side is whose. Okay, he's dead. Listen, when in doubt, just have more action scenes. When in doubt, have more action. Okay, he's got a grenade. Uh, it's pronounced grenade. Baum. That's how it's pronounced. This They're guy, like looks ducking like... so the bullet doesn't get him. Oh, man, this doesn't He was good. shooting right at them. Miss, 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 miss. Yes, they and then they once. got him. You're right. It yeah. is like Star Wars. That is like Star Wars, right, where a laser beam that will... Never end, basically, misses. Right. Goes on forever. Carl, I have a beef about Star Wars movies. Like in the prequels, they'll be in the middle of a battle and they'll have like a holographic phone call while laser beams are flying yeah. around them. And they'll I take the call. Shit. Now, right. wait a second. These two are, were on the same side. Are they now going to be not on the same yeah, side? Yeah, here we go. What are you talking about? It's always been you and me. No, it's not. Gun down. Oh, no, Colonel. I don't trust you, Colonel. Don't shoot one with me. I saw the list on your desk. Yep, list God desk. Damn it, Colonel, my name was at the top. Almost American accent there. I know. He looks like the most American. He looks like Gary Reed's buddy in those Burt Reynolds movies. Right. Frank. Hold it right there, Colonel. Please call me Frank. Can I be frank with you? I'm scared enough to kill you. Just what do you want? Nothing. Nothing, just my wife. Your I'll wife? The chopper on my own car. You just stay right there. Uh-huh. The chopper. The... Oh, you're not going to get away with that. We need some distance. We're all heading towards the chopper. Oh, oh no! Frank, oh. right in the head. Oh, ouch. Yeah, nice headshot. He noticed his forehead was really lumpy when that shot blew up. Yeah, the harder, he, yeah, because it was a, uh, what do you call it? A squib, squib. A squib on his head. 
The harder they're shot in the head, the harder they fall. Oh, Kurt Russell. Hey, Kurt. Can he see his nipples and shadows in the wall? I know. He probably is laughing at him. Like, you don't even have eagles. Oh, no. Director punch. Oh, that's not the... I don't think... Yeah, is that the director again? Yeah. Okay, in this scene, I beat you up. <laughs> oh, I hate your nose. No advantage of being the director. This guy, any chance he gets to kick somebody? Oh, oh that's so whoa! Fake. Oh my Bunch goodness, that was fake. Oh, this is oh, real. It's so much better in slow motion. Everything's better in slow motion. Yeah, I recently saw a chase scene. It was um, a snail uh, and versus <laughs> a tur- turtle, and they did it in slow mo. Wow! Great. Oof. <laughs> oh, this this is my favorite scene. Watch this, girl. This... Oh, right in. It gets the... better. It gets better. Rawr. Is your gun kind jammed? Of... <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> that was great. Punches, like a karate punch. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the balls. Uh oh. Here we go. Punch. You know. He's grabbing his balls. Oh my goodness. It's like slow motion. You can see it parade down Broadway even further. Oh, Boom. well, this movie delivers there's some cool stuff. Listen, it probably has the greatest movie trailer ever. Bang, bang. All these action scenes, like out of context, look great. Now, are they still hostages? Because it's sort of like yeah. they're in this together now. Look how sweaty. This is the final boss board where you're trying to get up to the chopper, and you you know, and he's got in the video two game? hostages. Yeah, how come he doesn't have a gun anymore? Oh, he stabbed himself. She shot him. I met this Uh-oh. dude, Fonseca. <laughs> Fonseca's going down. He's shot. Well, he was no. There's a knife in his chest. He took his own oh. knife and twisted it around to stab himself. <laughs> Weird direction. Be here. All right. Next scene, I'll see you. You'll be outside. Okay. I remember this place. Why didn't we stay out here before? It's the same fucking scene. I mean, I recognize I think, that metal railing. Yeah, I think that's the same uh, stair. Remember before I was saying it's always different? Not this time. Uh-oh. It's a good guy. I think so. Yeah, right. Is that Lomax? It's, it's Kurt Russell's partner. Yeah, okay. Who, who they're against oh. each other now because he wasn't... You got to crank it up. Crank up the volume. Forget it. There's $2 billion on that chopper. Maybe you'd like to think about it. You billion? I have. Million. coming with Million. It's all in the chopper. Uh, Screw you, choir boy. <laughs> Let the girls go. Let girls go. Did he say that? Oh, why? 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 That's not his bad. Oh, okay. Just shoot the guy. Like you gotta give it to Carrie. He does some nominal fighting, just enough to get this movie going. Now the girls have escaped. He's beating. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, 
They had guns. They used guns. They got captured. They're helpless. <laughs> what an actor, man. Oh, I got hit in the face. Oh. So one story about Carney I, I want to mention is that in the 1970s, he apparently took Peyote and he was in Laurel Canyon, you know, oh. in, here in Hollywood, yeah. in Los Angeles. And uh, he broke into his neighbor's house and caught, yeah, bloodied his hand. He bled all over their piano and he assaulted one of the women who sued him for like a million dollars and got 20 grand. Oh, hmm. What year? At 70s. Okay, so 20 grand was. Yeah, you know, sure. 100 grand today. <laughs> Ouch. Way think of it. Ouch. Ouch. Uh oh. Yay. Wait, aren't you from another movie? Oh, right. Hey! This movie. Completely that missed. was good, Mike. Did you see that kick? Yeah. He missed, but it's fun. AJ Hellquest, man. He's in a bunch. Like, I looked him up. He he was in a bunch of movies at the time, and then he did some other stuff. But, you know, I like him. Look at how they're dancing. Ouch. Right. Now we're HBO in this together. Two against one. It's not fair. You I have a the... poison bomb grenade. Go ahead. <laughs> there, there is another Kung Fu TV series. It's on Max, uh, as well. I'm sure Cable, but it, it has a, a different lead. I don't think he's he's not in it, obviously. But he just checked the time. Look, guys, I got a flight to catch. Ah! Yeah, I got a chopper. Oh, now give it up for Carradine. He got a knife in his back, and he does act that way. Like I like his acting. All right, they're making a deal. Just you and us, man to freakish man to freakish man. Right, go for it. No, that's what we say in the 80s. Go for it. I'm going to kick your ass, <laughs> Colonel. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Totally. I'm going to kick your ass, Colonel. With the knife now, in your back. I know, it's an unfair advantage. But to Carradine's credit, he does yeah. act like he has a knife in his back. <laughs> Good one. I like Keith oh, Carradine. Oh, oh, how ironic. I like Keith Carradine, the actor. He shows up in a lot of funny stuff. Uh-huh. And then Shoot. I guess who who is the Carradine in, in Revenge of the Nerds? Was that Robert? I don't remember, but we saw him in Tag, the assassination game. Yeah, that's right. He, I think he might be the youngest character. Oh, whoa, whoa, he just bought it. If he's not dead. I didn't realize that Martha Plimpton is his niece. Like, uh -huh. he's the, she's the daughter of one of the Carradines. So from, from Ghostbusters, Martha Plimpton. Wait, so Carradine is now out of the picture. He just got kicked out of a window. Right, that's correct. So, so now we were. So, would you, as the director and the screenwriter, make the third act when he's about to get on the chopper, the time in which he buys it? Well, we Look, still need to get our cool. heroes off this island. Okay. So, oh, wait. Are you going to spoil it? Is he going to show up at the end? Not dead. No, he okay. got that knife in his back. He fought, and then he, he fell. Yeah, fell into the knife. So, you know, he's well, But he's he gone. fell out the window. Okay, so he's dead. Yeah. It doesn't no, make one sense thing about this movie is that 
No, it's not like they they fall out a window and they climb back up. I'm just saying, um, as a plot, you don't kill Carradine at this time. Whoa! Look no, at so, this. I didn't realize it was all some cavern. But basically, the good guys are shooting each other. There's no real clarity. If oh, there's still some villains. There's still some henchmen they got to take care of. I would think those were still Carradine people because... Yeah. A grenade! In the... Shit! Oh, shit! Look at those explosions. They're insanely close to everybody. Yes, and it's practical. I mean, it's... Yeah. Okay, he left a grenade behind. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that, man. That must have been a the nightmare smoke. with the smoke and everything. Yeah, they're in this contained yeah. space. We can't see this behind the camera. We watched the movie Shaft in Africa, and yeah. there was a scene where they were throwing grenades into like a underground prison, and it was the same effect. Yeah. Like there must have so much damage. All right, so let's see, they got guns. We're shooting. We're going to shoot your face. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to shoot your face. Oh, I am going for it. So it must be chilly down there because he's taking his jacket. Yeah. Well, his Holy nipples shit, are rock hard. I was trying hard. to make a joke, Mike. He really did shake his jacket because it's cold. It's cold. Okay, okay here, here we boom. go. Yeah. The boom. And now we get the exciting drama of which wire to cut. Like, there's nothing really going on in this movie. Yes, and it's going to go three, two, one. He's going to go click. There'll be sweat on his forehead. Do you know which wire? You do exactly what I say. Nothing more, nothing less. Do you understand? Why don't you? Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, you You're do. It. Muscle. <laughs> Why am I the Bob Wire Cutter guy? We've got one every shot. Every second counts. So pay attention. Oh. You got some tools? Uh, no, nothing. Pins and needles, Carl. You do? You have tools? Okay, so now we need uh, to disarm the poison bomb. Right. So all that military experimentation is now in those barrels, and it's going to go splooey over everything because Carradine was going to chop her off with $2 million while the explosion happens. Okay. But he's dead. No one reached. No one went for the money, Carl. There's two yeah. million dollars in the chopper, and it's not chopper. a single one of these. Okay, no so it's million, not this. billion, right? It's million. Gosh, they mentioned billions up front, but I think it's two million in the chopper. Okay, how can you have two billion in the chopper? Yeah, yeah, the chopper can't take off. Why? Oh, it's all the weight. Okay, we got to get oh, rid of something. What, what kind of weight? Oh. Two billion dollars. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get rid of a billion. Oh, uh, that's siphon. Throw out, throw out a fifty grand out there. Not uh, the red one. <laughs> I cut my subscription to Wired magazine. Idiot, you're not paying attention. This was gonna be blue. You do take it off. Clever. That music. The seeds just tacked on. It's tacked on. Yeah. Who gives what? a shit about this bomb? Two. Wait, is he counting? Four. Five. You're going to talk to it to dismantle it. I can stop it. 
if you can get it in underwater in 10 seconds. Okay. Okay. 10 minutes. 10 seconds. Under. Underwater. I'm just going to talk over them. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, there we go. They threw. They separated the bomb from the uh, poison. Wow! Look at that. How it rolls. You see that black smoke? They must have like had to stop for forty-five minutes. That's the same type of explosion we've seen in these tunnels. So that one's going to detonate a canister, and the canister is going to kill everybody. Yeah, I guess that one little explosion. I yes, because the the part of the liquid be, would become airborne i don't know the answer of course carl carl i can't think too hard about this movie it hurts my head why mm. don't they take the money from the chopper why don't they immediately get those barrels the fuck out of there if it's there's so many explosions going on and this what's if an explosion occurs and that barrel gets hit they're all dead they need they're to get the barrel dead. out yeah. they need to get the barrel out because all the tunnel is nothing but explosions doesn't make it this movie hurts my head Okay, so they have now... Oh, she's still hurting from her gunshot wound. Right, from the first reel. That's right. <laughs> oh. Hey, guys, well, let's never... Some of the animals. Oh. Hey, Are you okay? Animals. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. But John is in trouble. He thinks Lomax killed the other girls. What? See? So now they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yep. horrific. Oh, horrific. Yeah. It was Whitlock's people. See? Do you understand what's going on, Carl? I guess Carl, so. Carl, listen. They're going to see a really cool fight scene in the ocean. It's really cool. But the reason for this fight scene... Is that cool? Yeah. But there's no reason for this. He they thinks, are friends. No. Now he thinks that Lomax was working for Whitlock all the time, and they're going to kick each other's asses. But, but Peter Girl says they're not. He's misunderstood. So Peter Girl's going to run up to them while they're fighting in this cinematic oh, battle. Yeah. And he's going to say, stop, stop. We're all on the same side. Here we go. C crank it up, please. It looks cool, but it's end fighting. Oh, oh no. how cool is that? Music is awesome. This is a great scene that has no purpose. Hey, you guys, stop fighting. We good guys. Okay, we stop fighting. We fight now. We are fighting now. We are currently fighting. Stop. Okay, we stop. Just like that. Stop. Stop. Huh? It's over! Come on, John! Come on, we're pals no, now. Friends. It's over. Right? No pain. Just just fun-looking fighting in the ocean. Hey! <laughs> now they're uh, super friends. Yeah, and now comes credits. What? We're yeah. not getting on the chopper? No, but these credits are an additional five more minutes. He does the John Landis, shows you the names... And here's the scenes that got face to face. Boom, boom. Starring. Ba, ba, ba. There it is. And they got their names. They all have these crazy American names. Whitlock. Oh, my God. And AJ Hellquest is Santino. It's, but this is John not Santino. the place to do it. You do it at the beach. Oh, here's your girlfriend. Yeah, I wish. 
Okay, I mean, London. She doesn't have a cool American last Camilla, name. London. I'll look her up today. She'll be decrepit. Now, do you see who's this guy? So Lomax, he he went in there. I got him. Uh, that's Earl. Yeah, yeah. he's Frank. the buddy. He's Frank, Frank Johnson. Got a grinch of teeth in these American names. This guy, I don't yeah. know if he even dies. Carter. 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 <clears throat> Charlie's hey. Angels. Someone called Charlie. So that's Ava O as Helen. As Helen Hare. As Helen's hair. <laughs> and there is Ava A. Tina, Tina Easton. She's my favorite. Yes. Home. What's up, bro? All right. What's up, Bo F? Both. Now, does it say director? No, no. I guess he's Kilpatrick. Don't kill yeah. Patrick. There he goes, Van Effen. There he oh, goes. that's Mano. the director. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. see throughout the film. There's two Fonseca-looking guys in this movie. Stilson. Yeah. Stilson. Henderson. 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 Got his. Fisherman. He's actually a fisherman. That's not his last <laughs> American last fisherman. name. Fisherman. Anderson. Fisherman. <laughs> Rabbit. Bird. Sorry. I don't know why. All I'm right, there we go. Crank up the music for a second. We're going to go face to face. It's bad. All right. Yeah, there was a bartender in the boat. Who's Gotta face my boom man. He must have done the explosions. Ah. Oh, what you think of this movie? This movie sucked, but Carradine <laughs> was a really good bat. A terrible acting, though. Okay, this movie overall sucked, but then there's a few things that are worth watching, like David Carradine being a badass and. I forget what else. Remember? Oh, yes. The choreographed fights were well done. Assistant to Mr. Carradine. He, right, he, yeah. Like, we'll get the noose ready for him. <laughs> Mike, it's super bizarre for a, a toddler. Did you say he was five years old? He was five years old. That's a toddler. Now, look, we both had kids. We know these ages. You've got your brain on when you're five, but you still aren't. I don't know. You could have suicidal thoughts when you're five. Uh, I, okay. You may not, you may not understand them. Look at that. As that scene at the, the ocean was so cool, but it was just not part of the plot. It just looked cool. I, I like this movie, Carl. I've seen it four times now. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but it's enjoyable. Like, uh, there's stunts, you know. <laughs> it's just tacked on. Everything's tacked on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I like. Well, I enjoyed it. watching it with you. If I was watching it on my own, I don't yeah. know. That's the problem about it. a lot of these movies we watch. There are shows called Let's Watch because let us watch this movie together. There's no way we can watch this individually. <laughs> so that's been Face to Face Animal Protector from 1989, aka Firing Squad. AKA Ultimate Protector. How about Ultimate. that? Mm. Yeah. Carl, well, that's been our movie. We'll be back next Sunday. We are a weekly podcast, weekly video podcast. So we've been doing this every week. And then next week. Wait, Carl, wait don't say, are you saying one? Because we switch it up every now and again. 
Right. So well, you're going to have to watch us. Please subscribe to our podcast. Get it in your feed. Subscribe to YouTube. Just have it as part of your entertainment. And uh, tune in next Sunday on here on Mutiny Radio. We'll be back with a brand new movie. We're not going to tell you what it is, but we want you to join us anyway. Be part of us. Uh, check out us on Facebook. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Donate yeah. to the station at Venmo at Mutiny Radio. And we have a Discord channel we don't use. So go ahead and, and ruin <laughs> that for us. We've discorded right. it. <laughs> Carl, what a pleasure. The switcheroo. Yeah. I hope I did okay. Yeah. What it was worth. It was? Yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't go to the library and, and read his memoirs. Well, you did a documentary about Carradine. That's so Spiegelman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay, guys. So that's been our show. We hope you enjoyed the movie. We'll be back next week with a fresh movie. Until then, see you then. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman.
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you, man? I see you um, over there. I can see you over there. Close we are streaming... TV. We are streaming first on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Time, following mm -hmm. Found Round Sound with Scotto. I was more concerned about Scotto's uh, show title than the word time. But we're right now on Mutiny Radio. If you want to hear us first, go to mutinyradio.fm on your app or uh, streaming service, whatever. Just type it in on your browser. There's a little listen now. There's a donate now. They always take Venmo at Muni Radio. We're a podcast at our acronym, Carl, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, as well as a YouTube feature. Check it out. We are here in video form as well. Very exciting. So we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us. Carl, what is the movie this week? This week we will watch Mongo's Back in Town. Mongo's Back uh -huh. in Town, 1971. M-O-N-G-O apostrophe S, Mongo's. Should we put it like a, a disclaimer up front? Isn't that like a slur? The, Mongo? The what does yeah. it mean? Mongoloid? Oh, uh, no, it's not a slur, Mike. What, okay, what, ethnicity, what ethnicity are we talking about? Is it a specific oh, ethnicity? Mongolia, I guess. They're making fun of Mongolians. Okay, so Mongo's Back in Town, 1971. You type right. that into your YouTube browser search bar. And Carl, who is this? Uh, what channel is hosting this movie? Okay, it's important. We want Art Fig. Art Fig. Now, there's like three channels or something. So Art Fig is the one that we, we are looking for. Okay, Art Fig. Yeah. Is the one there'll be it's a bunch a of mongos. We want we want that one. So very exciting. And this, by the way, is a rare film, and uh, it'll be, the YouTube channel will be the first to let you know. Rare. <laughs> yeah. Never mind that it's out there for the public to see because you put it on YouTube. Yeah. Well, they couldn't see it before. It was a 1971 TV movie. So we want you to find that. Mongo's Back in Town, 1971. When you find the link for, what was it, Enzel Adams? No, Art Fig is the channel you want. It's really important. Art Fig, because it's a good cut, and it's, um, that's the main reason. It's a good okay. cut, and you need to Art be in sync with us. Fig. That's mm -hmm. the channel. When you find that, you hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We're all going to start at the same time when we hear go. And then the go is going to be said by a celebrity comedian. We're going to give you a couple minutes. Carl is a fantastic producer, researcher, uh, host of this show. Uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-W-M-S-A, Carl. And um, it was a hotel named after you that closed. Uh -huh. Hotel Carl on Carl Street in san francisco okay. uh but anyway carl has not only wrote the theme song researched this movie watched it so he could figure out what the fuck is going on he interviewed a celebrity comedian take it away carl ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with sherry linick welcome sherry. thank you now we've known each other out there for a long long time we have friends in common friends who are with us friends who have passed you know I'm seeing you out there on shows and open mics and stuff. Tell me, how did you first get started in comedy? I was uh, born. I was sorry. I was born. To, like, I always was 
doing something funny. I've always acted. Mm -hmm. So um, a friend of mine in Boston um, uh, said, you should try comedy. And I did. And I, I, I just, I stuck with it. And then, um, and then I stopped and uh, moved here, did the acting thing, which I still do. Mm -hmm. And uh, then got back into it. So you are from Boston and you have an accent. It's not as much as it used to be, of course. Right. <laughs> but what brought you here to beautiful, sunny New Jersey? <laughs> I moved here to attend the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts, which I got uh -huh. to do. And hence, here I am. And I did, uh, I did comedy. Um, I did comedy when I first moved here, too. But then... Uh, I stopped for, I want to say in 2007 and okay. into it like 2014, no, two, yeah, 2014. Now that is a long break. That is quite a hiatus. What took you away from comedy? What brought you back? Um, I, I, uh, have what's known as epilepsy, Carl. And, uh, yes, I've heard of it. Yeah. And so my seizures were not controlled until 2011, 12. Mm -hmm. um, so I took a little health hiatus. And, uh, you know, once I started feeling funny again, um, I, and not in a weird way, I just said, you know what, I'm going to go back into stand-up. And a couple of friends had said, you know, you know what, you, you should go back into stand-up. And so I checked out the New Jersey, what you know, contacted and went back into made some connections and voila here i am still broke <laughs> still broke yeah now we all know you're a nudist i'm not all... a nudist <laughs> <laughs> but we also know that you're an actress so you're still doing acting even today as a matter of fact you just texted me uh something which was clearly uh you know i mean you're still pursuing it right Correct. It, how you love it right what, tell me about it acting yeah just it's always been my passion sorry um it's always been my passion it's always been what i love what i do i've been acting since i was a kid um and mm -hmm. I, and i've just always I'll, even like I have a photo of me somewhere and I'm like four and it's the family and there's me front and center, like <laughs> the closest child that I would smack today. <laughs> and, uh, so I just always knew. And of course being on strike, I didn't plan on wearing this on this, by the way, I just happened uh -huh, to- Uh-huh, you just morning. happened to? I went to physical therapy and I was like, I need something to throw on. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, now, we have a friend in common who has passed and it was very recent. It was very sudden, but he had two podcasts that you were often, often on. And he made it no known to anyone who was listening about it, that you were his favorite guest, Aww. right? Why do you think that is? Why do you think you two clicked? Well, I think it's because we had, so much fun. I mean, I don't know if you listened. Sorry, I'm just like yeah. comfortable. Um, we just clicked because of the insane type of humor and the shit that wasn't planned to just come on. You know, you knew him. He was one of your closest friends. So yeah, type of humor 
that was said, like nothing was off limits. And right. We had fun. It wasn't not it. Nothing was scripted. Nothing was, oh, you should say this. It was just you were talking to your friend. And yeah. so, you know, why, why when you go back to your friend who just had blast with and you knew who was reliable at one in the morning to record with? <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's when some of our best podcasts happen. And I've heard many of your podcasts because I would just go to uh, Anthony's page and just randomly pick something and, and it would be you. Now, were you on, we're talking about, for the audience, we're talking about Anthony Quinn and he had Quinspiracy and he had Food Addict. Was there one that you were on more than another? Was there one that was your favorite more than the other? I liked food podcast i mean food podcast i like food addict mm -hmm. just because i cook a lot or like in i'm a foodie i said mm -hmm. it i mean it and uh so we would often talk about recipes and things uh -huh. and one of the first things he mentioned was he had as a kid he was forced to eat blood pudding and oh yeah <laughs> do you remember yeah, I think it's German, right? Yeah, it's one of those. But um, I, I don't know what his mother's heritage was, but I thought mm. it, for some reason it was Italian. But nonetheless. Oh, it definitely was Italian, yeah. <laughs> Not German. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, the the conspiracy theory, theories one got a little boring. And uh -huh. they would always go off topic. Like maybe out of all the podcasts that I did with him, maybe like five stuck without mm -hmm. off topic to food. Like it got to the point that it, that uh, that it like morphed into one. Even if it started as a conspiracy, it yeah. and talking about food. Yeah, because it was so off the cuff and because so many tangents would happen, you're right. It kind of didn't matter which podcast you were on. You were on Anthony Quinn's podcast, even though one would start as a conspiracy and start as a food addict. It sounds to me like food addict was your favorite. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Certainly to appear on, right? Definitely. And okay, now. Go ahead, finish your thought, because I was just going to go to your social media and how people can find out about you. Okay. No, you can go do that. Go do that. I'm being a Yenta. Yeah. So tell me, how do people find, you know, what's your haunt? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? How do people find you out there and know what you're up to? Um, you can stalk me on Instagram. My <laughs> handle is Shari Antics, which is S-H-A-R-I-A-N-N-T-I-C-S. Shari um, Antics. Yeah. Um, the same on TikTok which I hope people will follow me because once I'm at a thousand followers, I can go live and I might be able to make a penny or two. Uh-huh. Okay. And is it the same handle? Yes. Okay. All right. Now, everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So this means that everyone out there has got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. That's where you came in, come in. Why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? Okay. In three, two, one, go! Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown and saying go. Our movie has started. I just figured out Art Fig. That's dangerously close. All right. Uh, Carl, this movie starts off classy. 
<laughs> Rahab bus. Yeah. Now, if a bus pulls into town in a rainy Midwestern town, you know that means Mongo's back in town. Spared no expense. I got Mongo Nash. That's his name, Mongo Nash, and it's our favorite Joe Don Baker. Tough guy. I love Joe Don Baker. He's great. And he's, he's 70s tough. Right. He is 70s tough. That's the right way to describe it. Now, it's still raining in this nondescript urban city, right? Okay, so it's so raining. But meanwhile, there's not a cloud in the sky. And it's bright and sunny. So this means it's got to be that movie rain. Like they take a big fire hose. Yeah. I, I learned how to act in movie rain, Carl. Look at the city. Uh, sunshine. Look at the sunshine yeah. all over the city. Could be a sun shower. The trick is to stand in this blazing cold water, shooting down on you rapidly like pierced needles, and pretend it's not there. It will look cool. <laughs> you going? Yeah. Light okay, a cigarette. Now, this is the first Mongo's, I don't know, is it a tough guy thing? Is it him being mean? <gasps> he went up to a, a panhandler and broke his, uh... look at that. A blind dude. Is he really? Mongo's going to give him a test. Yep. You see that? There he didn't count That's it, the... though. How would he count it? <laughs> one man okay so right mongo's been an asshole to someone okay and we don't know anything about mongo the movie's just started all we know is he's an asshole to blind cool people. introduction yeah starring kojak telly savalas yeah this is a made for tv movie it aired on sally field it aired on wow. cbs we know his name is short for Television Savalas. <laughs> really? Telly? Yeah, Telly. You'd, be, you'd think it would be English. Yeah, he was born in England. Telly Savalas. <laughs> One day I'll be on TV, I will. Oh, we'll call you he Telly. He does not look English, though. He looks something weird like Greek or, you know, he's from Moldavia. He's, he's got the Mediterranean white person combined look. Right. Look how wet That's he is good... from the rain. Oh, yeah, he's soaking wet. Now, look, he gives him the evil eyes. That guy waiting for a tip. Get the fuck out of here. You did your oh, job. Was... Mongo's go. back Mongo's... in town. Look out, baby. Mongo's back Mongo. in town. Our director is the cousin of Noam Chomsky. <laughs> is that oh. interesting? Yeah, I guess. Was he like a... A workman, like he was doing a lot of these movies? Yeah, he was yeah. basically a TV director, although he does have some feature credits. His name is Marvin J. Chomsky. Uh, Interesting. He's, yeah, he's a five boroughs person. He's born in the Bronx, raised in Brooklyn. So he did a lot of Star Trek episodes. And nice. There's Star Trek all over this film. He did The Wild Wild West. He did Gunsmoke, Hawaii Five-O, you know, just episodes. But he also did a bunch of miniseries for TV. One of them, he was one of the directors of Roots. Wow. 
It's all nepotism, you know. Noam Chomsky probably got him that television deal. <laughs> Look at the gun. Tough guy. Yeah. Look at that. No guy. sweat in the armpit. Yeah, that's tough too. Man, that shirt is loud. How can you sleep wearing that shirt? Okay, here comes the blind guy, and he's going into the black cat. Really? Is that the name of the bar? Are you sure? Now, this black cat is a very... Uh, Shady uh, bar? Yeah, that's right. And it's own. Oh, you know him? His name in the film is Trimble. I didn't do good research on him, but I know his face from... Who run Barter Town? Oh, my God, that's him? Master Blaster, run Barter Town. Yeah, that's Master yeah. Blaster. His name's Trimble. Wait a minute, isn't it just Master and then the big guy is Blaster? Maybe. In Thunderdome? Well, he used to say Master Blaster. Okay, now, the, the blind man has come here and given Peter Nash some news. Your brother is back in town. Now, watch how blind this blind man is. Watch this. Huh? Ah, yeah, see? Thank you. He's not very blind, this blind man. Is he? Was that his parole officer? He had a double check. Listen, I know I should be in the building. Well, that guy is Peter Nash, who owns the bar. Um, and he gave permission, like part of uh, his pay would be get a free drink. He's Mongo's brother. He is Mongo's brother. Now, Mongo used to be his partner and peter nash fucked him out of the partnership and stole his girl his own brother's girl yup huh i didn't know you could do that yeah well you have to have balls and peter nash certainly does he's got all the angles peter nash now listen to him he's gonna go in here and stress with the with the woman all right Let's see. She put all oh the cards Oh my God, those up. are cards. And he's like, that's what you do with your free time? It's cute. Is that Sally Fields? It's not. Sally Fields is coming. He's in. Is she a teenager in this movie? 71. Uh, she no, is she's got to be young. She's got to be young 20s, but or mid-20s, mid-20s. Okay. You remember her on TV? She was the flying nun and she was Gidget, yeah. I think. Sure. The TV Gidget. Well, I didn't know there was a TV Gidget. I do know about the f Gidget goes to, Gidget goes Hawaiian, Gidget. She goes Hawaiian. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> it's so hard to watch through the cultural uh, appropriation. Now, Mike. Like a f yes. We've now met Peter Nash and we know about the Black Cat. Now we're going to Cano's place. The Peep Show Parlor. Ooh, here we go. 25 yeah. cents in 1971. That's Better be right. a good show, man. There Two bits be a for... Good show. Now watch how people just drop their cigarettes on the floor and stomp them out. I mean, the world is so different today. Right, you could call people Mongo and get away with it. <laughs> Mike, Other famous Mongos was... Mike, Mongo's like a common name of like Italian people and nicknames and, you know, you think it's a okay. slur? Yeah, right. Who goes up to someone who goes, hey, you Mongo? I don't think I've ever heard that in 57 years of life. What about the Devo song? That says Mongoloid, not uh, Mongo. Okay. And Mongoloid is talking about a human being who's like, 
I don't know, like less evolved or something, right? All right. It's not a mongoloid like the country. It's, I don't like being called it. Okay. I'd ask for a different nickname. I would say, can you call me like Bongo? But but no, it's not a nickname. His real name is Mongo? Mongo Nash? Yes, Mongo Nash. This is Mongo. And he's talking to Freddie. Now, Freddie was a very funny actor, and he, he did um, great stuff with Jackie Gleason. Okay, now, somebody... Oh, what the fuck is that? What the hell? All these Mongo's guys. back in town! This peep show is creepy. It really is a peep show. I paid 25 cents to look at Mongo. <laughs> okay, now, here's Kano. Get a good look at him because you hardly see him throughout the whole movie. Carl, it's pronounced no, K N O E. K N O L E, Canole. And this guy was right. born in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, big deal. He's an actor and a writer known for Star Trek, That Girl, and Coma, the movie. Wow. What an interesting cast. Died in 2020. Okay, so they're having like a very nonsensical, you're watching TV conversation. What are you looking for? Who knows I'm in town? You made me too fast, Fred. You made me too fast, Fred. Angel, tell me. Is this like a payback movie? Is he back to payback? Yeah, but no, but but that's that's how it launches. Everybody knows Mike's got big trouble. Well, Mike, for right. See, Mongo well, used to fascinate people for Mike. Kids. So they assume since Mongo yeah, is it. Quit being a patsy five years ago. I know you're in. Okay. Mongo was like, uh, worked the bar with his brother, and his brother screwed him out of the bar and started fucking his girl, and he got sent to prison. So he's been away for five years in the big house, you see? He got sent from prison for what? Oh, so these movies are 10 cents. I apologize to the establishment. What did he get of arrested, arrested for? for? I don't know. I don't know, but it was a five-year sentence. Okay. Wow. So now he's back. But the thing is, Mike is in trouble with counterfeiters. He's got the plates for $50 bills. And he is... Uh, the, like... He went to deliver the plates, and the plates didn't show up, and now Cano wants his goddamn money. He doesn't care that you say they didn't show up, and I don't know. It's all sorted, and you'll see this whole movie doesn't make sense. So basically, it's him against the world. No. Yeah, I guess. Not against the world, because he's not. A, it's not attacking him. He's doing the attacking. Kojak! Hey, there he is. <laughs> he's in the peep show, or he's in a different peep show? No, he's across the street at a police, uh, you know, like an abandoned building where the cops are taking pictures and monitoring Kano's activity across the street. Sure, I recognize that. As an informant, I was in that very room. <laughs> Oops, I said too much. Now, Kojak has seen Mongo, and Mongo's back. In town. <laughs> yes, so co-soft of him. I'm going to co-soft on him. This terrible food. Now, now Mongo yeah. also makes the cop at this point. Mongo 
he got tipped off that he was um that they were spying on Cano's place. So he wanted to see who were the cops that were spying. So now he just made Kojak. So it's kind of like showing how smart he is. Interesting. My kind of neighborhood. The truth is, this is um, San Pedro, California, and it's the waterfront area of San Pedro. Huh. Do you know San Pedro? I never even heard of San Pedro, like, but and I've heard of a lot of towns. At this point yeah. in my life, I'm familiar with a lot. I don't know why Pedro's not on it. There's a picture. But if I'm looking of for, Congo, and we meet the detective's helper, Martin Sheen. Wow. Now Martin Sheen is no stranger to us. We just saw him in another yeah. '70s TV movie. Uh, yep, t exactly right. TV movie of the 70s. That's what he was doing at this point. And it was working for him. Yeah. Mongo. So they're talking now about the, like, stolen plates and what's Mongo doing back? Do you think he's carrying the plates? Do you think he's here to do a job for, for his brother Mike? Was Kojak happening during this movie, 71? This is prior to Kojak. Because he, he does a good cop. Well, I think that this movie might have had a lot to do with him getting cast in that part. Hey. So there's a reason to watch this movie. Yay. I guess. Actually, I'm really excited about this film. I, 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 uh, this film has a great look and feel. It's a tough guy movie. It just falls flat in a number of departments. They blow it in a lot of ways. And one of them is a nonsensical plot, which we'll get to. Right now we're sure. being set up for a plot that... Uh, you'll see. Things shift. I'm looking forward to it. They're talking about things that don't make sense. Okay, Telly Savalas, he died in uh, 1994, at, only at the age of 72. Kojak was 1973 through 78. Wow. Uh, he was Blofeld, of course, in uh, James Bond. And um, don't forget that Joe Don Baker played Felix, the CIA operative in that's the, 80s, right. the 80s version. That's right. Our James um, Bond connection. Yeah, every film doesn't have one, but that's a pretty good one. Um, Tomorrow Never Dies in 1997 and Goldeneye in 1995. That was uh, Joe Don Baker in James Bond films. Okay, so I guess it's the morning, right? Right. And here we are at just some greasy spoon, right? You can't, I guess you could think of it as a diner. Here comes Mongo out of the cold rain. It will rain this whole movie. You said this is a Midwest town? According to the author's book of the same name, yeah, this is like a Midwest town. Here's Sally Field. Wow. Now, he'll sort of save Sally from the guy who's like, you got to order something. You can't just sit here all day, lady. Mr. I'm holding that stool for an hour and one cup of joe. Gonna eat or go? She's with me. He doesn't know. Well, she gonna eat or not? Bring us some coffee. She'll let you know. Nice. 
yeah, you see how tough it is? Like, well, is he gonna, she gonna eat or not? And he basically said, hey, fuck you. He said, you get her some coffee. She'll let you know. <laughs> so this was December 10, 71, released on CBS. And um, September 10th. Right, 1971. December, December. Did I say September? That's been on my brain. Pre-planning for next month at work. December. Okay, let me tell you about the guy who wrote this book. Yeah, the book sounds interesting. Okay. Richard, his name, his, his first initial E, E. Richard Johnson, E. Richard Johnson, wrote this book from prison, as well as most of his works he wrote in prison. He was on a murder robbery charge. Wow. Yeah, Minnesota Stillwater Prison. It was a state prison, Minnesota. Also, um, this movie sucks. He he should he owes you know <laughs> he needs to step up on that too. Look at the wet streets and the bright sunny sky. Oh my God! Oh, you, after right? a rainstorm, it's always like watch your watch your step. Don't squish. Splash. Splash. Um, easy, easy. Watch your step. Splash. So he was released from prison in 91 and died in 97, but he escaped, man. Um, he won the 1968 Edgar Award for Mystery Writers of America for his debut novel, Silver Street, and Mongo was equally as well-received follow-up. He wrote seven books in four years of imprisonment before escaping, succumbing to drug addiction, and getting recaptured. Oh, my God. Silver Streak? Like as in the movie Silver Streak? Sil Silver Street. His debut novel was Silver Street. Oh, I got you. Sorry. And Joe Don Baker met with him in prison and he approved of the script and Baker's casting. He says the film didn't stick close to the book. And I believe it because the film derails itself. Okay, we're just learning Sally Field's unbelievable backstory that she was from down south in some bullshit town and she just had to get out of there. So she got on a, a bus and just ended up here. And it's her first second in the town. And so he's like, okay, I'll get you a place to stay and, I'll, you know, I'll help. Is it believable that she, she wouldn't go to Hollywood? She wouldn't go to New York? She wouldn't go to... I mean, is it believable, Mike? She just got is, is it believable? I don't... I mean, it's a coincidence that they met up like this. You know, but... Her backstory, yeah, I mean, though. Like, she, she was on a bus to nowhere? It doesn't... It'll, hmm. I don't know. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes. I hear you. I hear you. It it would make more sense to have like a kind of an ambition, I'm, but I I can I can kind of. If buy her mother that. lived here and always told stories about the town, they need some. Okay, listen to this now. This is his stressing. What is he here for? What does he want to do? How he feels, how he thinks. <laughs> he might wait, huh? Let him sweat a little. Oh, he's just pushing the chandelier around. Yeah. Makeup. Little brotherly love. It's all in the family. He isn't gonna like that. He's where you're wearing Bongo's ring. Hey, well, he, he, left left. Left he left it behind. He left it behind. He can't wear it in the slammer. I did him a favor. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is the dumbest scene in the movie. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like you, baby. Ooh, orange and purple together. That's hot. Uh. Now she'll go. You rang. Is that the chastity bell? Who absent his alarm? I'll get it. Okay, now. Now what we get is shock value. Because as you know, I ruin all movies. Is there going to be some punching? Exactly. He's going to get ambushed. Guess by who? Uh, does it rhyme with fungo? It does rhyme with fungo. Oh! Pow! And we're getting our TV sound effects. Hello, brother. Now, this is Rocco. You see the guy in the middle, Rocco? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's the just guy a nobody to? bartender. Oh, there's Trimble. He's just a nobody bartender kind of guy. But later in our movie, all of a sudden, he's like a big part of the plot, and he has information. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he's kind of perilous. Like, you know, he gets the blind guy wants a drink and he has to look at the the owner. Like, yeah. Now, yeah. he was a big Star Trek connection. Uh, you might know his face from MASH. He was uh, uh, Mongo Nash. <laughs> Staff Sergeant Zemol Zale, supply elect officer and electrician on MASH, who had an ongoing feud with Klinger. He was in Annie Hall. He was in Injustice for All. He was in the Transformers. And he was in wow. Star Trek All Our Yesterdays. And he uh, hosted a show with Nipsey Russell. <laughs> Look, Mongo's lighting matches and fucking flicking them at his brother. <laughs> like, Man, fuck I, you, asshole. It's all CGI, Carl. Don't worry about it. And he's like, where's my money? Now he's finding out. I'll play it so you can hear the backstory when he talks. Look, it starts to catch on fire. Mongo's not kidding. Yeah, well, I mean, he's flicking matches at it in, inside. Master Blaster Run Barter Town. That's so crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were a duo. Big guy and little guy. Master and Blaster. Yeah. And together. Right, so now we're going to get a little backstory, so I'll put it up for you. Basically, it's going to be about the plates, the counterfeit plates, and Kano, and Kano wants his money, but the plates are missing, blah, blah, blah. Come on, let's go, Mongo. Come on. Time for commercial break. Right. I wonder what's going to be on the 11 o'clock news. In a second, Mongo. Rocco's watering the drinks, huh? Oh, Rocco's the bartender? The important third act character? Yes. All right, slam. Okay, brother. He's giving him his money, six thousand dollars. 
Wow. Well, you now know, you waited five years. See the sweat? You see the sweat? Yes. Right. People sweat in polyester. I remember. It's his armpits. Yeah. But Mongo is like smooth. I had called it out. He was lying in that, on that flop bed and uh, not sweating. Right. Cano. If you're in the cano, you, you would cano. Listen, listen, listen. I give you a hundred. Good. Okay, so now he's saying the plates are fifties. That's important. Only they never show up. They didn't show up. There's too much heat on. boom boom you. So, Cano gave him the money to buy the plates from this supplier, and this supplier didn't deliver the plates, he's claiming. And so now Cano wants his money money back, but he already gave it to the buyer. Okay, that makes sense. So, wait a minute, to clean the plates, like they needed someone to clean their, their, their counterfeit plates, and then the guy just took it? No, they... Uh, Mike said, hey, Cano, I know a guy who can get us counterfeit $50 bills. We can get, he can get plates for us. So you, Cano, give me the money and I'll go buy them for us. Perfect. He goes, okay, here's the money or here's my half of it or whatever. Then the plate guy said, there's too much heat. The cops know about me. I'm not delivering the plates. Said, but we gave you the money. And he goes, Well, I'm not delivering the plate. So now Cano's like, Well, that's not my problem. This was your connection. Right. You owe me money. So there's going to be like a no little shit. war. Well, the more you can know. <laughs> Sweaty armpit motherfucker. Is it Christmas already? Hey, Carl, Merry Christmas. Merry, oh, let me be the first this movie to wish you, <laughs> wish you. Merry Christmas. May I, may I be the first in September to wish you a Merry Christmas. So now Sally Fields is like a nice girl and Mongo's like a tough guy. They don't right. go together unless Mongo is owning her. So that's what the relationship's going to become. Oh, rough Mongo. See, the movie doesn't make sense. She goes, oh, this Christmas tree, I love it. I never had one growing up. Does that make sense? I never had a Christmas tree. And then he goes, we all make that mistake. And she goes, not having a Christmas tree? And he goes, no, growing up. It doesn't make oh. any sense. Well, wait a minute. He just got back in town. So where did he pick up the Christmas tree? He didn't. Sally Field got it and brought it home. Wait, so Sally Fields couldn't afford a coffee at a... Uh, Flapjacks. Right. Mongo does scary guy. And then she picks up a Christmas tree and starts yeah. decorating it expertly. That doesn't make sense, right? You're right about that. I've never done a Christmas tree before. <laughs> yeah. These, these have this year's on it. These bubbles have 71 in on it. Did you grow up in United States? I mean, what do you mean you never had a Christmas right. tree? <clears throat> Mongo's like, wait a minute, are you Jewish? <laughs> I never never had a menorah before. So Mongo's essentially oh. saying, "Look, you're going to be my girl. You're going to be my girl. So let's get down to business." And then they do. 
<coughs> okay, now we have a long, drawn-out, crazy thing. The buzzer goes off. Remember that buzzer? Sure, the, the abstinence alarm. So in the, yeah, the abstinence alarm. So in the middle of the night, this buzzer is just ringing off the hook. So they have to go investigate what the fuck is going on. And they're all sleeping here. Where the fuck are they anyway? <clears throat> they're at uh, Mike Nash's place. Oh. So Master Blaster lives in Mike's? The Black Cat. Yes, Master Blaster oh, works right. for Mike. <clears throat> See, it's so annoying. Here, it's still going. Sure. Get, get your buzz on. Jane's awake as well. And they're like, this fake freaked out. <coughs> this version has the buzz. It's the buzz cut version. Mm -hmm. I, I, that might not, is that, that's just a, I mean, that's the buzz. It's a rumor. So, I love like, this movie. I give it five. Uh... <laughs> now the buzzer stopped. Creepy music throughout this film. Yeah. All right, everything looks good. Yeah, but what does he smell? And what's that stingingness? Oof. Oh, maybe Joe, Joe Don didn't take a shower on the set? <laughs> Joe Don doesn't even sweat, man. Right. He doesn't sweat in this movie. It's his brother that does all the sweating. Now, there is Pete Nash with his face smashed, uh, ruined by acid. Look at his. I'm acting. I'm acting. Acid Face will be back after we now return to Acid Face. <laughs> Is this the look remains he, of his face? Look how he put his fingerprints on the glasses, right? He put them in that bag so they're isolated, but meanwhile, he put his fingerprints on them. Oh, I'm sure another TV show needed the set, so they were just like, just hurry it through. You know? Okay, so now we're going to get like, this means something. The guy's screwing your girl, you break her legs. If you're a stool pigeon, you get a pigeon shoved down your throat. This was acid. This was revenge. They're blaming Mongo already? This was personal. Have you ever seen a counterfeit bill? I guess I wouldn't know, right? Oh, the taxi driver, I was given such a bullshit thing and i was like i can't accept this and the guy was like oh no problem and gave me real money he wow maybe i would take it yeah i had uncle floyd on the bill <laughs> okay so they're interrogating him where were you when your brother died and he was like i was at the hotel and we ordered food so we have the receipt yeah Tough guy talk. What'd you eat? Well, it's 1971. I had a pack of cigarettes, a black coffee, and uh, a <laughs> cheese salad. Business lady special. He keeps trying to lead him like, why the acid, Mongo? Like Mongo's going to say, well, I hated him. Well, you know, like, 
Come on, we saw him get off the Greyhound. It makes perfect sense you'd be carrying like acid. Like you, you've been on the bus before. You know, uh, everyone right. It's for safety. Sure, makes so he says. Are you still sore about Angel? Like he's needling him. Oh, Angel's his girlfriend. Yeah. You know, his blood runs cold. Memory has just been told. My his angel girlfriend, is Angel's sleeping with his brother's fold. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't figure it out. Mother fold. Oh. Oh. runs cold. My memory. <laughs> my angel is sleeping with my brother fold. <laughs> my brother is sleeping with my angel fold. fold. Na, 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 na. You're in deep, lady. Well, I'm a tough swimmer. No, that's not what we mean. We mean with Mongo. Coffee? Because yeah. You're in the deep end of the pool, sister. What's with these metaphors? Now, do you walk around with a lollipop and think you're Telly Savalas? Like, no, like well, outside Madison Square Garden or whatever? Where did you meet Mongo? This is pre-lollipop. Um, pre-lollipop. But that was a look. Listen. I'm a strong swimmer. In West Virginia. So basically, it's going to be a lot of nothing. Yes, we. he had dinner with me. We were together. Right. Your we shared the cottage cheese. Then he goes, this is counterfeiting involved. This is a federal case. It's like, she's like, oh, oh no, it's worse than ever. We call it funny money. I don't like the term, but it rhymes. Okay, now here's another thing that doesn't make sense in the film. He gives her his number. And later in the film, she'll contemplate calling him and never will. You would think that they're setting us up for a later event. So I, I, I watched this film several times just to try to figure out the plot because yeah. it's so conv convoluted. And I was thinking maybe what the writer-director was doing is showing us the card like she didn't have the strength to go call. But she was just about to call, and then she got interrupted. You'll see later. Okay. Right now, I see, man, what a spread Savalas has, yeah. huh? Watch him throw the spoon. Pow! <laughs> hey, come on. That's the craft service table. The crew's going to eat that afterwards. So this is this his is Christmas graft. Every year, Saul's Deli gives him, like, a free plate. Fucking, and no bread, man. Not even faking it with, like, a lettuce wrap. <laughs> just hand and cold cuts yeah i never laughed so hard i was watching that it's always sunny in philadelphia and um uh danny devito was like hey sh he was eating lettuce and a bite of cold cut and you know american <laughs> cheese and they're like what do you do i'm eating a hero that's not a hero <laughs> he goes i like to make it in my mouth um, um. <laughs> so stupid <laughs> <coughs> so let's see do i have close captions no no Ooh, do we have close captioning oh. no no who's ever got the place that's going to try to make a deal <coughs> so they're trying to figure out who wanted to kill mike nash well one is cano 
which doesn't make sense in the real world because he wants his money. The second one is Nash, right? Mongo. Yeah, Mongo Nash, right. Oh, so, oh yeah. Okay. She's just come back from being police interrogated by a guy who probably killed his brother, right? So she's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. But now Mongo comes in, it's like, where do you think you're going? And now that relationship I talked to you about, like, I'm the boss and you're, you know, is about to develop. Yikes. Con man. Oh, he was in prison, I guess. Here we go. Who has a, who has a better haircut? <laughs> they both have 70s haircuts. I think her haircut's fine. She kind of looks like Sally. You wouldn't like that to happen to you, would you? Like in Davy and Goliath or something. Sure, sure. Now watch this bit of unpleasantness. Christmas, 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 Christmas. Now watch this unpleasantness. Ouch! Ow. Yeah, is that nice? Uh. Not cool. Not cool. The next uh, Christmas song that comes on, you know it. It's that Christmas carol that goes... Christmas, 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 Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love it. I hear it every year. Okay, I want to interrogate you about your boyfriend's death. Mike is dead, acid to the face. Okay. Oh, she's mourning. You can tell she's wearing black lingerie. Yeah, you can tell how much she's not mourning, you know? Okay, so up until this point, we've had a plot develop, right? Sure. And we get it. Mongo's backstory, he got kicked out, he went to prison, he's back, right? Nash wants him to kill Kano before Kano tries to kill him. We got the counterfeit plates and, you know, we everything's going. Now Mike Nash is dead. What's happening? Who could it be? It could be Kano. It could be Mongo. Now the plot derails with stuff that doesn't make sense. She was like, trembles and you ID'd Mike's dead body. Yeah, that's right. And he starts asking, remember that guy Rocco? Yeah, the bartender? Yeah. He starts acting, asking like, did he have anything against Mike? You know, where is Rocco? All of a sudden, Rocco yeah. is like, you know, it's not even I have one question, actually, Carl. Where the fuck is Mongo? This film's called Mongo's Back in Town, and I don't give a shit. Like, are they talking about Mongo? They have to be talking about Mongo, or he's on the screen. Otherwise, I'm done. They're talking about Mike's death. Oh, right. His Mongo's brother. Uh, maybe I'll well, allow it. She just said Mongo. I'm a big Mongo fan. I want 100% Mongo in my movie. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> either he's on screen or they're talking about him. You know, he expects Sally Fields to be Mongo monogamous. Manga mongogamous. Mongo Mongo <laughs> I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah, Mongolia. I can figure out the joke. <laughs> 
Mongolius. 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 It's now, like... You know, another... Yeah. No, I was going to talk about this scene. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say another famous movie, Mongo, is in Blazing Sal uh, Salads. Blazing Salads. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. Saddles, yeah. Yes. With, Candy uh, Brands for Mongo. Right, yeah. Oh, that's uh, Webster's dad on the TV show. Oh. <laughs> and Victor Victoria. <clears throat> I can't think of any other famous... Uh, mongos and movies so now they're talking about this junkie named ron who's been on edge we've never even met a character named ron in this whole film <clears throat> and somehow the yeah the way to find rocco is to find this junkie for no reason for no reason it doesn't they're introducing new things like that. Yeah. In a little bit because they're trying to flirt. Oh, right. I'll do that sometime. Nice timing, Captain. How about another drink? Another time. When we're both out of morning. What are you morning? Oh, he's taking He's coming up. Well, it's just more stupidness of this film. Like, they say things that you wouldn't say in the real world. He, right. he, he goes, like, would you like another drink? And he goes, maybe when we're both out of mourning. And she goes, what are you mourning? And he goes, my lost youth. Is that funny joke? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So now yeah. the film becomes nonsense. Well, the film has been nonsensical, but the plot becomes hard to follow like here comes thimble um tremble oh right who, he's who like, knows mongo yeah but the thing is i don't understand what it means the cop wanted to talk to the girlfriend like why does he have right. a shocked look on his face there's no cause for shock now we have maybe cool he, talk yeah because like these cops have cigarettes maybe he was just looking for a smoke or something that your joke that was it yeah okay so now we're getting like um 26 up the fence found around the bar near the body with mike who killed, it's part of who killed them we're going over the crime scene and he's saying the boys downtown have bets on us who's gonna find Rocco yeah. first cano mongo or us Huh. You tell well. You tell Carl. You, you tell the boys downtown. Uh, you tell the boys downtown that. Uh, oh, never mind. I'll think of something later. Wait, he goes. Who's favored? Mongo's favored. But we're ahead of Rock uh, Cano. Now he says something that doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Right. I've never seen a Christmas that wasn't raining except for 1940-something. Does that make sense? No. 1944. 1944. Oh, 1944, Carl. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. 1944 was the only Christmas he ever had where it wasn't raining and slushing. You know, I'll give it up for California. It rains a lot during winter months. 
you know that's that's when you know the winter's going we see your messages on the screen girl yeah i know i hate that i don't know what to do about it i just got a phone call during our show too i just not take it oh sorry sorry all right <laughs> okay now my work email and messenger are off great and you'll blur anything i guess but here for those listening to the uh podcast or the audio version carl's email that popped up was jokes <laughs> no wait it was underscore carl jokes to carl underscore Okay, now this doesn't make sense. They just got a telephone call, and Rocco is a widower. Somebody killed Rocco's wife. What? What? What does it have hey, to do with this? Now they're going. Oh, yeah, please. I'm go sorry. round up Kano and Mongo. There's the wife. Wow. It doesn't have. I, we would... never met a wife of Rocco. Mongo wouldn't kill a wife. That's ridiculous. It's not his style. Why would she be a person who gets killed? I have to say this, this peep show, this 10 cent peep show also has a record your own voice booth for 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? I'm jerking off in this booth now. <laughs> I'm jerking off in this booth now. I'm at a peep show recording my voice. My jerking off. Right. I mean, it isn't like a, uh, it looks like a Nickelodeon or like kind of a pinball porn shop. Sheen. You could tell Martin's team even wearing a hat. Color bills around in that butcher job. That style is not Mongo. So they're saying Mongo probably didn't kill this woman. It's not his style. We're lucky it's neither one of them. Anyway, the courts put him in the street. So now this, the fact that she's dead will go away forever. We'll never have. It revealed who killed her or what happened. None of it. Wait, so Rocco's wife is just kind of dead. Killed. Now, Mongo finds Freddy. He wants information. This is the scene in which he finds out that he wants to talk to Rocco. Again, everybody wants Rocco now for some reason. Well, maybe it makes sense. You don't really suspect Rocco until his wife dies. Find you. Gets killed. Suspect him of what? There's only 12 people in this movie. I don't know what to tell you. It's, if the cops didn't do it, you know, it has to be Rocco. So now he's like, where is Kano? And Freddie's saying stupid stuff like, he, you haven't found him yet? Let's say I didn't. I like this movie, Carl. I was paid $50 by the producers themselves. 50 to say bucks. That you like it? Yeah. I, you know, it winds up being counterfeit, but it was cool, you know. <laughs> 50 bucks. You got a $50 bill. It was shiny and new. Okay, so he's picked up Freddy, and he's all about where is Kano. And for some reason, Freddy reports that Kano thinks Mongo has the plates. Why would he think that? And then he, he turns well, he into, shows up at, yeah. And then it turns into where can I find Rocco for no reason? Oh. Now basically, this is just him saying to her, "You're going to be my chauffeur downstairs." It's a creepy scene in which he bullies her and it scares her. 
Do you let me worry about the cops? They're looking for you. Be long gone, baby. We'll be long gone. He's telling her they're gonna go to like a beach. What are we gonna do? Sun in the sand. Nice. I love Midwestern beaches. <laughs> yeah, landlocked states. <laughs> I guess they mean a lake. Find us. They won't find us. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh my god. Now is this good acting? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I only want to know what's happening. I start seeing Hutch tonight. Is there any way I can know? We'll be right back. <laughs> now he makes her say, please. Do you want to stay with me or do you want to leave? I want to stay with you. Please. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah. And why is this on TV? He's a tough guy. He's a tough yeah. love. It was a different time. It was a time in which you'd go to the movies and Sylvester Stallone would hit a woman. Right, yeah. And then you say, do you mind? I'm trying to watch the movie. Oh, you mean on screen? <laughs> yes, I meant on screen. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> raining, raining, raining. That's the first thing I would say. So it hit a woman. Yeah. Do you mind? Excuse me. We're trying Excuse to... Me. Get a room, you two. Is it raining, Carl? This I hope is it's the raining. worst thing to say ever. Get a roof. No, he's she, she. He goes. If you're good at driving, I'll keep you as a chauffeur. And then she sadly says, "You'll find that you know." She says, "I'm cheap." And then he goes, "I know." Buck and a quarter, uh, ham and eggs. Like he just paid for her meal once, and now he owns her. It's really mean. Okay, now, more nonsensical stuff. We're basically going on a ride to find, like, where Rocco is, okay? But okay. he gets out of the car, and we see a montage of him walking past bars. Then he gets back in the oh, car. classic. It doesn't... No, but you, for what? You can't have the, the neon sight montage in a car. Maybe, but it has to be reflected... The cat's meow. Oh, the black cat and the cat's meow. Yeah. Everybody. What's your favorite bar so far? That's I like the, the cat's meow. Okay, so oh, he's gone to a bunch of bars, and now he's back in the car, and he's telling her uh, drive to this this sort of flop house. Uh oh, it's the cops. No, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. Don't worry about it, baby. Come on, drive the car. Yeah, don't do anything. Don't do anything. All the rain. He, he went to Cheers and they're like, Mongo. How's it going, Mr. Mongo? Mr. Nash. Give me a beer. Yeah, oh, he walked into Cheers and they all went, yeah, Mongo. Like, okay, now he goes into this flop house and it's just another visit, but he will find Trimble in here who lets him know where Rocco is, apparently. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, she is like, I don't know. She takes out Kojak's telephone number. And she's like, maybe I oh. should call him. This would be her salvation. Right, exactly. But it doesn't happen. Now, she gets out of the uh, car and goes to the phone booth. 
But when she does, Tremble sh sticks his head out of the door for no reason. And then she gets scared that Mongo's coming back and runs back to the car. Interesting, I guess. Look, uh -oh. this guy's like, you can't go upstairs. And then Mongo just looks at him and he goes, all right, you could go. <laughs> I don't want to get my he ass. Just, yeah, this violence on TV is great. You just apply it. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay, well, better not show it. I'll let you up. I'll let you know. But the thing is, Mike, it's another nonsensical thing in this fake world. Upstairs are heroin addicts who, who fl it's a flop house. So why would he need to protect? You know, it's the opposite. There's no mob boss upstairs. There's nobody. So is why? Is Rocco the bartender? No, that's Trimble. That's Trimble, Master right. Okay. I can't tell him apart, girl. Yeah, well. There's a difference in height, for one thing. Okay. And the other one sits atop a six-foot monster. Okay, so she's going to call Kojak, you think? Sure. Or Kojak's brother, whoever answers the phone. Do you yeah, remember right. Kojak's Wasn't brother? Wasn't there that character who was uh, very heavyset? Yeah, he had like a gap now tooth look, and like curly hair. Look, Trimble sticks his head out. Why? For what? What is it leading to? What what's he out there for? Why why would you just randomly step outside? But he did. Hunting. What, what for what's going on? Is he pointing to where Rocco is? He told them where right. Rocco is. Is he good for a beer run? So we're still having our creepy music and she's freaked out. <laughs> She's trapped. Well, here comes Mongo anyway. She is trapped. They didn't have any cheeseburgers. Let's drive. Right. They're out of cheeseburgers. So he goes, one more stop. I wouldn't miss this one for the world. It doesn't make any sense. I, it doesn't lead to anything. He wouldn't miss it for the world. Why? That's... We started out with a great plot setup, and now we're just right. in nowhere's land. That beginning was so great. He comes off yeah. the bus and he like knocks over this blind man, swears and give him five bucks. It's cool. Now here we are at the Black Cat. This is Peter Nash's place. And who is in there for Mongo? Only one person, his ex-girlfriend. Angel. Angel. Now when he shows up, she goes, what kept you, baby? You know? <laughs> Hey, it's your dad's number. Why? There's Peter's outline. He used pool chalk. How tacky. <laughs> Hello, so, can I get some service here? Okay, now, you remember we've been looking for Rocco, right? So he comes here... And says basically to her, where is she? Where is he? she? Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He goes to her and says, where is he? Where is he? But he reveals she's going to call again. Are you going to call again? No, it's not going to lead to anything. Yeah. And meanwhile, the suspense music is like, is he going to call? <laughs> now, what we see is Kano arrives. Oh, all right? Boy. Now, 
for some reason, Sally Fields completely understands they're going to gun down Mongo. How would she know that? A car drove up and some guys got out. You know an what I mean? An ominous car drove up and an ominous, ominous man. Okay. But she knows that's going to happen. Here, let's, let's have this. Now, where is he, meaning Rocco, turns into his brother Peter Nash. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. This creepy... Well, they, the brothers both like loud shirts and the, wide ties. Well, the brother's dead, as you recall. I know. Sad. Uh, no, I won't be sad. He's not dead. Oh. He faked it? Yeah, it was some junkie. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Really? Yes, he just put him in his clothes and killed a junk you know that they would know it wasn't him in the autopsy did he like take a tooth out and stick it in the guy's nope. mouth nope. nope did he take the acid to burn the fingertips off and the now she goes what kept you <laughs> what took you so long aww uh. That I like that line because you would think that'd be one of the first things he drew getting back in town. Where is he? Right. Now he says, "Where is he?" What? Commercial. We'll be back after this, we'll and back we're back. Face slapping. So he now, knows that. Okay, you see the guns. Now she would know that something was up, right? Right. Watch her warn him. Pew pew. Yeah, we're getting this the television pew, gun. Pew. Yeah. The ricocheting noise. I do now, like why the can know yeah. want want Mongo dead though. I don't know. Like Mongo wasn't do they really think he was involved in this counterfeiting thing? That's all, all we know is that's what the cops told the audience. Right. Now, so why does bad guys believe that too? Cano, it didn't work. So Cano's going to do his own dirty work and boom, he hits him. Mongo's been shot. Looks like Mongo's back in the hospital. Oh, but he he shot Cano right in the Cano, Gao. Yeah, in the... What is it in Spanish? Oh, the KO for Canos. All right, I don't know. I don't have a joke. But so he's shot, and that's not cool. But he knows where his brother is now. Now, he. how did it happen? They were looking for Rocco because Rocco, what? What did they want from Rocco? The place? Well, his wife I got he murdered. What? You want to see what's up with His wife got killed, Rocco. That was second. That was second. First, they were like, where's Rocco? Where's Rocco? Oh, now his wife is dead. Now, look, a single he 50. gives her hundreds of dollars and says, there's a bus station. Go to it and go to fuck home. It's his only act of kindness. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, I'm a little um, 
uh, that will happen. I, I'm not sure what just happened. He's he gave he her money, him. said, "Go in here and buy this alcohol," and then he scared her like the money might be counterfeit. Oh, look the phone! Now she'll call Kojak. Up? Oh, no, she won't. No, she never does. That's right. Okay, let's see. That'll come to two dollars and fourteen cents. Uh, I have all I have is a hundred hundred dollar bill. Now look how he, she gives it like this is fake, and he goes, "Wait a minute, is this fake? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nope, that's uh, H. John you? Benjamin on the uh, hundred dollar bill." And then he goes, "No, it's fine. It's fine. Never mind. It's not fake. <laughs> it doesn't make sense." Even even though on the hundred dollar bill it's a picture of Archer voice actor Bob's Burger voice actor H. John Benjamin, and not <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. I tried. It was a valiant effort. Okay, here's your change. $97.27. Now, remember, the 50s were counterfeit. He gave her all, all hundreds Hundred. that he got from I didn't notice that. So he was just fucking with her. Is that nice? And when did Sally Fields learn about this whole counterfeiting thing? She never knew. That's why she was paranoid? Yeah. yeah. Now, is this one of those things he's going to pull the bullet out of his arm and then pour, no. solderize no. it? That would be a real film. No. Quarterize. Quarterize. What'd you say? Quarterize. But solderize. It, no, it's whiskey fi You take the bottle, you pour it out, and you go, Arrgh! Did you Now, this time, sing a little Cade? bit. Blah! Payback, that was a good one. He poured, he drank the, the liquor and then poured it in a glass. Yeah, that's and, right. And then, and then put the bullets in there. Payback with Mel Gibson. I liked that film. Porter. Yeah, oh yeah. His name was Porter. Sure, so it was based on the... Uh, last name. Okay, listen. Bus station. Oh, here's Nice Deed. Those big dreams. You know where you are? Three blocks that way. Turn left. Okay. The bus station. What are you, GPS? Get the fuck out of here. Stony Mountain, else you want to go. Go home, kid. He, he chewed her up and spit her out, man. Go home. Yeah. It's it's, it's a horrible her some money. story for the, this this aspect of. It. I'm acting. I'm acting. I can't tell where the rain stops and the crying begin. The tears begin. <laughs> Very it's nice. like tears in the rain. That was my Rucker Howard from Blade Runner. Now, does she think the money's counterfeit? It's not clear. Yeah. She will now, look how fake that money is. She will now throw the money away. Why? It's money. And how will she she's take not going on the bus? bus? No, she gets on the bus, we'll see it. I'm acting. The flying nun. I'm acting. Yeah, that's right. Some junkie's going to get a payday. 
The candy bar, that's really good because there's a lot of sugar in it. Oh, payday. Uh, it's Kano at the Black Cat. I'm Kojak. We Kano. Kano is dead. I Kano. We all Kano. He's dead. Little baby. Now, he, she's on the phone with Peter, we find out. So I wouldn't waste any time there. Not Sally. What? No, it's uh, Angel. Angel. Where? I told him where you are. Uh, he promised to leave me in one piece. I like this director. He's pretty solid. Now, this director did Attica. You remember that? Huh? No. Can you repeat the title a couple times? Maybe it'll come. To Attica. Me. Attica. Oh yeah, the Attica movie. Attica. It was so funny when I was in grade school, elementary school, anytime they wanted to cause a panic, they would start chanting that. Like in the lunch. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was a reference that was a reference that I had no look, idea until later. Now look, the metal plates are here. Did, did you see him? He, Peter Nash always had the metal plates. Now oh, look, he was just Angel, trying. Angel called him and warned him. But yet he didn't get out in time. His brother's there. Right. Now look, now we're at some junkyard that what Peter owns. It it's not nonsensical. It's not part of the. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that junkyard, I was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" <laughs> it makes bad. no sense. <laughs> Well, you need to have this. Must be the is this the climax then in the in the junkyard? Yeah. yeah. Now it's brother against brother. Yeah. Now you know Peter and his character. He will rob you blind. He's a tough guy. He's a mob boss kind of leader guy, right? He's not the guy Very who dope. runs to He's the cops me. and goes help, help. But that's what we're oh, going to get. He just well, faked I mean, his own death. His brother's trying to kill him. It's uh, yes, but the, the character he's had through this—well, his brother did push him around and stuff. Maybe, maybe this makes sense. But I mean, why would he go to the cops when he faked his own death? Right. This guy seems like a mastermind. He was able to frame his brother, get right. his brother's girl, get his brother thrown into five years, yep. fake his own death when his brother right. shows up. Yeah. And then he'll run to the cops and they'll see it's him and they'll get the plates. The cops will recover the $50 plates. Oh, yeah. God forbid anyone should like make money off of that. No, but why? You know Peter Nash. He's not going to run up to the cops and go, help me, help right. me, and then give them the plates. Yeah, I know P. Nash. <laughs> Oh, panache. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so much panache. Raining, raining, raining. Oh, sure. Is it monsoon season in the Midwest? It must be Christmas time. It always rains during Christmas. It doesn't right. snow in the Midwest in Christmas time. Not since 1944 has it not rained. That's a neat little detail in a movie, right? They're all desperate people. Even Christmas, it doesn't snow. Now, Michael, here's another nonsensical thing. 
how do the cops know where they are? Who told them? Right. Who loves you, baby? What? It's, it's pre-Kojak. What brought the cops to this place? It's not explained. They were checking out their high waters. Oh, yeah? Yeah, check out some puddles. Sirens on? Kojak! Siltelli. He he played Andy in The King Andy. No, and I. <laughs> oh, and I? Oh, shit. That's a completely different movie. You probably know him from The Birdman of Alcatraz, The Dirty Dozen. I'm thinking of Yul Brenner played King and I, not Telly. So now it says he killed... So now it says he... He, they know that he killed a junkie. It's in the autopsy, and it was probably Rocco. The junkie. Now, here comes Nash going, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's so not his character. Well, he knows he's cornered, trying to weasel his way out. Oh, don't shoot. He's crazy. Okay. I guess that's don't true. Don't shoot. My shoes are wet. My feet are cold. Take take my bag with the plates. Weird. What you got there, Mike? They're not surprised that Mike Nash is alive at all. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, what's up, Nashy? Look, I got I the just, plates. I was just thinking about you at your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Whatever so, happened to Nash? He probably killed um Rocco and that explains Rocco's disappearance it doesn't explain why his wife was killed and it doesn't explain why everyone all of a sudden wanted to find him right yeah you're right so and also the yeah they're acting like they're wrapping it up you know but Mondo but never came into town about the counterfeit plates that just happened to be happening that's exactly right, Mike. It doesn't make sense. He came into town, every, and everyone assumed he was there because uh, Peter was in trouble, and his brother always did the killing. Right. So now we will have a very um, unsatisfying ending in which they find Ra uh, Mongo dead from his previous gunshot wound. And we have our creepy music. There's Mongo, you see him? Yeah. What are we watching, Blade Runner with this music in this rain? Evangelis? You think this is a... Uh... Yeah, I had the album, I had the vinyl. Mongo side <laughs> too. Mongo's theme. Telegraph. Candy grab from Mongo. Yeah. Death gram. Telegram. Telegram. Remember uh, Tank with, um, with Rockford Files guy in 1984? Do you remember Tank? Well, what? Tank, yeah, sure. It was uh, exclamation point, wasn't it? No. Was that with, was that with uh, the woman from Partridge Family? 
No. Mom? No. All right, never mind. Maybe it was. I don't know. I was trying to impress you with this director. It sounds like it didn't work. Oh, Mom goes dead. <gasps> and that's it. We have this unexciting ending. Did he die in town at least? Yes, he died in town. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Mongo did do it. Why are they shocked that Mongo's dead? They think Mongo killed Mongo. We better find Mongo to get this Mongo murderer. <laughs> Maybe he's out of town again because we haven't seen him <laughs> since the morgue. So there was no sequel to Mongo. There was only two Mongo books. Mongo, Mongo's back in town, and I remember Mongo. Now here's oh, Sally on the train, shell-shocked, uh, on the bus, heading home. Bus. Yeah, well, some guy sits next to her. UFOs are real, I tell you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Mongo's Back in Town from 1971. Carl, what would you think of this movie? Not good. Not good. It had a great look and feel. It was yeah. great that he was a tough guy, but his tough guyness got got ugly with Sally Field, so I don't like the character anymore when I did like him when he first showed up. Remember, he first showed up and fucked with the blind guy, right? Right. Then the film, you know, we were heading for a plot, but it got, like, unrealistic. Studio City is where they shoot people puzzler, Carl. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Mike, on your appearance on People Puzzler. That's right. This year I was on People Puzzler, and it was shot in Studio Cities, where they shot Mongos back in town. Had I known, mm -hmm. I would have... Was that the buzz? Get a gravel, put it in my pocket. Oh, from Mongo's yeah, junkyard. Yeah, I'd be like, "This is where the, the gravel from Mongo." All right, yeah. You know what? I wish it was better. Uh, I am interested in the novelist. You know, I'll definitely check out his stuff if I. Yeah, see let it. me tell you again. It's E. Richard Johnson. E. Richard Johnson. All his stuff is crime from the you know viewpoint of the criminal, and it makes sense from where he was when he wrote everything. Gotcha. Richard Johnson. How am I going to? I need a, some kind of memories of of Dick Johnson. E. Richard Johnson. Oh, E. e. Richard Johnson. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, E. Richard Johnson wrote the book. Rich, I was making a Dick Johnson joke. Uh huh. Because uh, yeah. his name called it out. We. Oh, you enjoyed that joke. If you wait another seven days, because we'll be back with more Dick jokes. Uh, we're actually going to be watching another uh, full length movie featured on YouTube somewhere. So check us out. Check out the soap. Check out Carl at carlsucks.com. He has a list and he's he's out there on the interweb. So check it out. Uh, also, we are on Muni Radio, muniradio.fm. You can always stream live. You can always stream what's playing. You can check out our archives there for since uh, 2016. Everything's there. And we're yeah. on the YouTube. All right, Carl, thank you so much. Well, I'm looking thank forward you. to next week's movie. Thank you, Carl, for watching this movie a hundred times. Thank you, audience, for being with us to the bitter end. And we'll see you the fantastic end next week. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird.
Hi, Michael. Hi. This is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I I wrote this song. My turn-ups are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, That's the French duh, not the (laughs) duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael.
or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast.